Get him on the show. Let's squash this brand new beef. I don't have beef with him. But you just called him out, so I said he kind of he's kind of annoying. I think the next step is to reach out to his people or him. He probably doesn't hit. Maybe he doesn't know anyone. Go ahead and like publicly tweet at him. Hey, come on the show, folks. The NBA is back. Okay, enough of that, actually. Uh, yeah, it's time for the uh, basketball corner of the show. We're going to get this out real quick. Lightning round. Games today. David said he's going to talk about the NBA for two minutes. So yeah, let's time it out. You're on the clock, buddy. Okay. 6 p.m. today, San Antonio Spurs versus the Philadelphia 76ers. There's no reason that Joel Embiid and James Harden of the Philadelphia 76ers should lose this game. It'll be a complete embarrassment. They should they lose this game wow all right next boston celtics versus the orlando magic don't even have to say it the boston celtics are going to win this game two wins in florida this weekend detroit pistons versus the indiana pacers the pistons should win this game i'm recommending that to them <laughs> <laughs> i recommend it would be a them. very very good idea <laughs> yeah i think they can do it there's no reason they shouldn't try uh Pistons are on a come up this season, it seems. And this would be after that embarrassing display last night in New York City against the Knicks. They really need this. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Houston Rockets at eight. Again, goes without saying, the Bucks are going to destroy the Rockets. Now, Raptors versus Heat. I'd like to see the Heat win this, but I have a feeling the Raptors are going to win it. The Heat are currently 0 for 2. Embarrassing. They should they lose this game. Moving on. Cavs versus Bulls. This could go either way. I haven't watched a single Cavs game this year. Mm. It's probably only been like two or something. But I'm going to go with the Bulls. Grizzlies versus Mavericks. Luka Doncic is probably going to really lose his shit and uh, snarl at some fans. Um not get ejected and hopefully they'll win I like the Mavs Thunder versus Nuggets goes without saying the Nuggets Clippers versus Kings at 10 the Clippers also goes without saying are going to win this Hmm. it just it's really a shame they're making Sacramento Kings fans stay up till 10pm to watch the Kings get absolutely (laughs) annihilated really really not cool Well, what am I doing on time? Because uh, there's a whole Sunday schedule here, too. Mm, you got 45 seconds. All right. Uh, Lakers versus the Trailblazers tomorrow, 3.30 p.m. Now, I'd like to see the Lakers win this, but they probably won't. And that's sad. That's <laughs> making King James very sad. I can see it on the court. He's looking very distressed after every game that he loses. I don't think they've won a single game between the preseason and the regular season. And that cannot feel good considering LeBron James. I'm pretty sure just announced he's this is his last season. Wow. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Hornets, Hawks, Hawks win it. Cavs, Wizards, I'm going Cavs. Jazz, Pelicans, I really don't care about either of these teams, but I'm going to say the Jazz. Timberwolves, Thunder, T-Wolves. And that's it. Kings, Warriors, no, all right, I got two more. <laughs> I got okay. two more. Kings, Warriors, I would love nothing more than the Kings to beat the Warriors. It would be very funny. Uh, what are you, like a feudalist, dude? I just really fucking hate the Warriors. Steph Curry. All right, you know, I'm done actually breaking down the games. So I'm going to complain about Steph Curry real quick. Okay. He has found a way to annoy the shit out of me even more this season. I mean, he does the good night nap thing after his three-pointers. Everyone knows that. He's always got his mouth guard hanging halfway out of his mouth. But now... After he shoots a three-pointer, he full-on lays down on the ground and does this move in the air with his eyes closed. His celebration dances piss me off so fucking much. Those don't even sound like dances. Those are like... They're, yeah. They're a th- three-year-old who doesn't want to go to bed. Exactly. This man... 
I cannot stand this is not my kind of man. But if you're try if you're trying to live to for the benefit of mankind what do you how how do you handle this? Me personally? Well, There's yeah. Nothing I can do. Right, just, it's out of my hands. This is a callback to Oh, okay. Okay. It's on the whole Western Conference to make sure that these these Silicon Valley bros <laughs> do not ascend as Western Conference champs this year. And if they can't do it, it's up to either Milwaukee, Milwaukee or Boston to end this reign of terror. Mm-hmm. How have these uh, Silicon Valley terrorists? the Golden State Warriors how is like uh, Silicon like the, that area how have they not made their own like uh, self playing like basketball team you know what I mean I bet that's what's going on these are robots you think so except for Draymond Green he's the only one who's a real person Okay, see, I was saying that as a bit, but you think Unless this he's is malfunctioning, cause really what's happening. Here, let me show you this clip real quick. It's like a minute long. TMZ. <laughs> the smoke just starts coming out of his ears. His head's spinning around and around. They're like, I don't... Uh, he's injured. Uh, uh, let's get him out of the... Let's get him out of there. Here, you don't need the sound. Just uh Okay. Oh, and tilt it down a little bit. I'm getting some glare. Yeah, that's good. Who is the guy I'm looking at? Draymond Green. <clears throat> what does he look like? I just, uh, just, like, uh, has it happened yet? Oh, okay. Someone got pushed. Okay, someone's. Now everyone's huddling around them. You didn't see the punch? <laughs> oh, I thought he got pushed. He got punched? That was a punch? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. See, that's a real man. Oh, okay, you like that guy. <laughs> I like. He's the only guy in the team I like. Because he, he, he's fighting his teammates. The guy who yo, he's that, fighting evil that from was within. His teammate. Yeah. <laughs> his teammate was just standing around. Huh? Why would? Why do you punch him? There's no audio, but it's just uh, the rumor is uh, Jordan Poole, the guy he punched, said something not to Draymond's liking. Hmm. I was trying to figure out who pushed first. It seemed like the other guy, not Draymond Green. Yeah, I think so. Went to push him first, and then Draymond uh, just smoked him. The totally <laughs> did a reversal. That's like the gnarliest. He punch pulled I've the Uno <laughs> reversal card on him, and then uh, blammo. That punch was nasty. But I could talk about we we don't have to talk about basketball. I'm not getting much traction here. I'm kind of no. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, if if we had a guest on who was into basketball, that that'd be cool. But uh, I don't know if we've ever had a guest on who's into basketball. No. Anyway, my maybe my brother. I heard he's um he's trying out for uh, the Chinese Pistons. Yeah, the yeah. They just have like they just basically have their own version of the NBA, but it's um. Yao Ming is on every team at fifty years old. Yeah, the People's NBA, and uh, they just took all the names from the American teams. I found a book. Seattle Supersonics are still a team over there. Yeah. Probably. Um, I found a book at work the other day. Yeah. Called Becoming China's Bitch and Nine Other Catastrophes We Need to Avoid. Who wrote that? Inez uh, Cantor? Some guy named like James Kiernan. I don't know. I sent it to my brother because I thought it was funny and then he like, sent me like a slide of... Uh, Google image photos of this guy and he's like why does he look so scared in every photo and he does he looks like he's about to cry in like every picture of him it's cause he doesn't wanna get fucked by China it's, yeah I think he wrote this book in like a fear panic he has nightmares about getting domed by China he turns in the manuscript the wrestler too not even the country <laughs> turns in the manuscript is just soaked with tears and cum yeah because now he's into it, too, and he's afraid of that. Oh, okay. It's become a kink, actually. Yeah. 
Well, then I don't want to kink shame this guy, so big ups to you. Keep doing what you're doing. I think kink shaming is actually kind of cool. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's a thought. If we can get into kink shaming. That could be... Wait, okay, so yeah, what if that's a kink? That's my pivot. That what, that could be your kink. What if that's your kink, though, is kink shaming? <laughs> Where do you go from there? Oh, I don't, I don't feel any sexual energy about it. Oh, that's fine. I'm just saying, but what if there was Strictly someone? puritanical. Uh, interesting. I'm a Calvinist, actually, so... Yeah? It's kind of a weird, um... Like Calvin and Hobbes? Uh, no, like the five points of Calvinism. Calvin's dad, Calvin's mom, Hobbes. Hobbes' mom, Hobbes' dad. (laughs) I was like, are there other characters in that? (laughs) I think there's... Is there like a girl he's friends with? I've never read Calvin and Hobbes in my life. I used to be big into it. Uh... Well, that might be my first tattoo is a Kelvin pissing. Yeah. In Hobbs's mouth. <laughs> it's Halloween season. Uh, yeah. Not just the NBA season. Naturally, there's a new Halloween movie out. That we said we tried to talk about last week, but it was Honestly, you kind of spoiled a lot of it, dude. I'm going to be honest. I did not. I was like, I did not. I say it. I did not. <laughs> I mean, I sat through the first thirty minutes of the movie, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, David mentioned this. Oh, okay, yep, that's what's gonna happen, huh? Okay." I didn't. I mean, I didn't know how it was gonna end, literally, but uh, you know, <sighs> along the way, I kind of put some things together. But uh, you can put them together. I put them together without seeing, without any insight into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> David, like. <laughs> David slid his arm like sideways to make a point. Yeah. And like shook the whole couch. You can smell that coming a mile away, Dan. That he like, well, okay, uh, strip spoilers like for the the end of Halloween ends. Yeah, we're gonna give all spoilers. We're not we're not holding back. If you care. If you haven't seen it, if you care about what's gonna happen in Halloween ends. So the scene Just rewind back and listen to me talk about basketball. The scene where Michael Myers' hand comes out of the coffin and the Sopranos theme song starts playing, I thought it was kinda weird. Yeah, I didn't get just that. To, just so we could start start with that, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. That's another terrible movie. The scene where... Well, okay, so let's... Okay, we'll take it from the top. Okay, you you sat and broke down the first 10 minutes of the movie for me, so I knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah, but so did I, without any... Like, like I said, without any further information. I think you would have put it together if I had said nothing. I mean... Kind of the the scene leads you to believe that Michael Myers is in the house. In the house, <laughs> he's raising the roof. And... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think you kind of sp- there was like a degree of tension there that uh, I'm sorry, maybe I'm not as smart as you are, David, but I didn't put that yeah, together. True. I wouldn't have put that's that. Why together. you don't watch basketball as much as me? <laughs> it's the the intellectual sport for sure. It's the mathematician sport. Uh, anyway, yeah, I thought the the beginning. I was like, yeah, okay. Um, and I just uh, I was pretty bored. The whole movie. Yeah, I mean, so people seem to really like that it's different from all the Halloween movies, and I'm like, sure, I guess that's commendable. But I guess it's still yeah. not. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's good. It is alternative for sure. Some might say an alternative to good. <laughs> um. What's yeah, that joke originally attributed to? Uh, what was it? It's alternative. Yeah, an alternative to good. Alt rock. No, it's uh, it's from a cartoon, I think. I don't know. Uh, listeners, if you, if you have any insight on this, if you know the joke I'm referencing from something, let us know. Email the podcast at heavyloadpodcast at gmail dot com. Let me double check that actually. Heavyloadpodcast at gmail dot com. Most of my emails are um, just garbage. But let's get back to the. Oh, I got one spam email on the pod. Let's see. Okay, it's just from a. Never mind. It's nothing interesting. 
Damn, we still have stuff, some more meat on this bone. We've only nibbled the skin. Yeah, so, you know, okay. So, I'm going to say some things I liked about it first. Yeah. A couple good songs in there. Yeah, no, there's it's a pretty good soundtrack. I mean, I can only think of the two I like, but... Halloween by the Kennedys? Yeah. I Was a Teenage Werewolf by the Cramps. Don't Fear the Reaper is a cool song. Was that in there? At the very end, yeah. Oh, Did yeah. you notice that... I, I guess that I was s- kind of a reference. To, that song was in one of the other ones, right? Yeah, it's in the first one. Yeah. They don't make a big deal out of it. It's just on the radio. Yeah. Um... Did you notice not really hardly any use of the classic Halloween theme song? Mm-mm. Yeah, really, like, I, I don't think it really, I mean, I think that was probably a choice, huh? To make it different. Mm-hmm. Make it different from good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the big takeaway of the movie is, like, it's different, but it's, um, it's, I feel like the level, the quality of writing is no better than, like, Halloween Kills or Halloween 2018 to me I think 2018 is much better than both of those like marginally marginally but still I, I'm try I'm I'm stuck trying to decide if I think Halloween Kills or Halloween Ends is better Halloween Ends is better but that's just because Halloween Kills is so fucking bad by virtue of Halloween Kills being so bad yeah but yeah, I mean, more like Hollow Halloween ends. More like Halloween sucks. <laughs> that could be like a, I don't know what company that is that makes those a parody movies, where they cobble together some story and parody like ten different uh, big movies that are out at the time. Yeah. Halloween sucks, and it's that. Or it could be the name of the episode. Yeah. There's got there has to be a, one of those about like the James Wan universe, right? I I don't know. Like paranormal activity or something paranormal paranormal craptivity. Yeah, there you go. Um naptivity cuz you're falling asleep. Mhm. Dan, how did you feel? Now this I thought was just a very strange choice that the bully characters are marching band kids. Right, you brought this up. Uh, yeah, no, I, I didn't think that was. I didn't think that made any damn sense. Yeah, really. The acting like no marching band kids I've ever met in my life. I had ever met in my life as when uh, I was that age. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I knew we we were in band band with like a couple, a handful of kids who were like. None of those kids would have the balls to bully a 25-year-old man. Yeah. Who were, like, jocks for the nerd league. Yeah. Like, they would have been... They probably would have... Maybe they tried out for the football team and didn't make it, so now they're just, like, a pissed-off trumpet player. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I didn't... Yeah, the jock nerds from Woke Central Casting. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like... The, I, there was no, like, interesting dynamic among the bully kids. Like, no, they just seem like thrown-together kids. Yeah, yeah, like the one girl, like, like the the, one, the leader is like this would just be a football, like the quarterback in any other movie, but they decided no, let's make him a marching band. Um, and then the other girl, well, with no real discerning the other girl who, who just all. seems like a lonely girl who's into cats or anime or something. Yeah, yeah. Her hair was kind of its own. Like her personality was sort of laid laden S- into her hair. Stranger Things central casting. <laughs> Like there's yeah. no aesthetic consistency to these characters at all. No. Whereas they, if you look at you can say what you want about it, but the bully characters in there look like kids that would hang out together. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're all like shithead kids who you know whatever dress cool. Their, their parents hate them and, and vice they dress versa. Cool. And they do dress cool. I still I want I when I saw it that was my main takeaway it was like man that that shirt that Patrick Hofstadter is wearing with the the screaming cat on it I want, yeah I want that. Uh, no, no such luck yet, but it'll turn up one day, I think. I watched a movie with that guy in it that was terrible. Uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid? No. <laughs> Diary of a Wimpy Rod? Uh, who? What? Uh, not my Roderick. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what? <laughs> Wimpy Rod. 
You know, I saw, I watched a video when that movie came out that was like differences between the book and the movie. And it's like about the Patrick Hoxetter character because the, the, the character in the book is much more elaborate and way different mm. physically and character wise. Um, mm. He's like, a, in the book, he's like, a, he's like a murderer. I thought like, you were talking about Diary of a Wimpy Kid for a second. No. You watched a video about <laughs> a video essay about Diary of a Wimpy Kid no. comparing comparing the book series to the film adaptation. No, and like the the book Patrick Cox said, they go back into his it, 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 he said he spends a whole chapter describing this kid as like a weird fat kid who eats flies in front of girls to gross them out. Yeah, and he like killed his little brother when he was five, mm-hmm. and he has like absolutely. It's like I watched this video. That's just like a huge deep psychological evaluation of that character. While showing pictures of Patrick Hoxtetter from the movie, it's like, that's, <laughs> this is completely <laughs> jarring. <laughs> it's not at all what that character was in the movie. Uh, He's much cooler in the movie, I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, I was rooting for him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I wanted him to set that kid on fire. I got annoyed that that was his whole, like, they really b- invested his character in, like, his murder weapon. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's just the aerosol and lighter guy. Yeah. He's all about that. But we're not talking about... Well, okay. Let's talk more about Patrick Hoxetter. Ho- uh, Patrick Hoxetter origins win. <laughs> yeah, we're fans. We want to know. <laughs> we want more Patrick. We want more of all the bully characters, except mm. for the, the blonde kid. He was he was kind of the big hair girl from uh, Halloween Ends of the... Yeah. No, I mean, the big hair girl from Halloween Ends was... Probably my favorite character in the movie somehow. The girl who gets crushed by a gate. I'm surprised when that happens they didn't show like her body pressing through the the mesh of the gate. Yeah. I was just the whole, I was just so not invested in what was happening in the movie. I like in retrospect I kind of I don't mind the Corey character. I think like maybe they had an interesting angle with him that they just kind of didn't fully realize like they could have. You know yeah, what? I, do, you, do you agree with that? At least. I mean, I kind of thought the comparison we kept making is he's like a James Hurley, but mm. evil. Hmm. Like James Hurley from Twin Peaks is what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but he's much less popular than James. Yeah, James was always cool. He has know. one girl who likes him. James has at least two girls who like him. <laughs> no, so he's got he's like less three. popular Lori by liked 50%. Him. Donna liked him. That one rich lady liked him. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the rich lady. Well, that angle was baffling to me in Halloween Ends. The Laurie Strode's granddaughter being in love with him Yeah. within two seconds of meeting him. After a blind date set up by Laurie for some reason. I just don't Which see... Which I don't get. It's like, you killed a kid. You know, that's all right with me, man. You know... We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna help you out. How would you like to bone down my granddaughter? <laughs> How about that scene where Lori gets victim blamed coming out of the grocery store? That was strange, for sure. It's like established. It's not her fault in this the last two movies, and she's like, that scene's just so annoying. That lady was so annoying, yelling at her. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> your problem did you notice the graffiti uh that says evil lives today no it was in like the this like empty like the drained sewer or the drained like quarry oh yeah yeah michael's crib no not there actually it was uh i don't know someone was driving somewhere and it was like under the viaduct, I guess. Under but the boardwalk. <laughs> anyway, I saw that graffiti. I'm like, under the boardwalk. <laughs> I I couldn't believe. Like I I'm pretty sure that's what it said. Yeah. As like a response to the evil dies tonight thing. I don't know. I saw some compares like uh later. I saw people comparing the movie to like Twin Peaks and Lost Highway. As far as like the movie having just negative energy, or the the town having negative energy, I've heard people say Lost Highway, and I swear to God, it's just because of that shot of the middle highway or the middle of the road, you know? Yeah, that seems like the only fucking. 
I think maybe the episode. Yeah, if comparison. I can't remember anything honestly with Lost. I like I. I only brought that up because I'm like I don't remember what connection this has to Lost Highway. I don't think there is one. Yeah, no. The the headlights on the the. You don't remember anything from Lost Highway? Well, I remember some stuff from it, but I don't remember like the city having negative energy. The way that like Twin Peaks: The Return, hmm. where everybody is just like miserable and yeah, the town sucks. Okay. David and, Lynch is a master who knows how to pull that off. Mm-hmm. David Gordon Green. Haddonfield just seems like a failed state. And the three other men who wrote this. <laughs> Haddonfield yeah. should be condemned. Yeah, people pe- are just fucking dicks. People should just leave. And why does a Corey Cunningham still fucking live in Haddonfield, a town where he is believed to have killed a kid? Get the fuck out of town. Yeah. Jesus. No one wants <laughs> you in this town, Corey. <laughs> Yeah, it just it doesn't. No, most of that stuff just doesn't really add up to me. No one would stay in town. When OJ was acquitted, he moved mm. to Florida. Right. You need to take a book out of the Juices playbook. Yeah, how do you think that trial went about the kid? I don't know. Was I was actually trial? thinking about that on the way. They do talk about it. Um. The, they do. Uh. Something about uh, chocolate milk. I don't know. The the, guy, the kids really seem to want to drink chocolate milk and he never got to. Yeah. All I wanted was a chocolate milk and he didn't give it to me. <laughs> so I set it up to die where you'd kill me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because it's like, I kind of don't blame anyone in town for thinking he did it in pur- on purpose. Yeah. Because he did kill that kid. Oh yeah, he killed that kid. That's manslaughter. Um. But still. Mm-hmm. Boy slaughter. Yeah. For being clear about it. Um I guess we really should we break down what the plot is in case someone doesn't care to see it? I mean you already kinda did. I mean the kid he, he kills a kid on accident. He's bullied by at literally everyone in town, except yeah. for Lori. Uh, including his mom. Yeah, his weird, overbearing Estelle from Seinfeld ass <laughs> mom. Not really his dad slash stepdad slash mom's boyfriend. I'm not sure which. He's the only one who's, like, nice to him. Yeah, and he's weird looking. He looked like he's made of rocks. I, I kind of liked that guy. His office was funny. I don't remember that part. They they only show, He's watching Hard Target um, on his laptop Yeah. with headphones on. And they, like, do a, a wide shot of his office where he has, like, a fish tank, a couch, a big portrait of a cat. Or no, maybe there's some some. I don't know. Um, it was kind of cool in there, but uh, yeah. Then he, I don't know, gets bullied, and Laurie Strode steps in and is like, "Hey, cut it out, uh, teens!" And then embarrasses the hell out of him. Basically, makes his life worse. If Laurie hadn't done anything. I don't think his life would have got... I, I, he'd probably still be alive. Although he probably... You know, maybe it's better off he died. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, then she uh, she introduces him to her granddaughter. They hit it off um, immediately somehow. Yeah. They start hanging out. There's they go some, to a Halloween party. Yeah, he runs into the kid's mom who he killed. and he has, She's a psycho. Boo. He freaks out. <laughs> runs into her. She's wearing the same costume she was wearing, I think. Yeah, that's unwell behavior. <laughs> um, Maybe even the fact that she's out on Halloween. They get into an argument. It's like, my kids, the anniversary of my kid's death's not going to ruin with my fucking Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Corey leaves, gets bullied again by the marching band kids, gets pushed off a bridge. Yeah, they it to him. Yeah. <laughs> He uh, meets Michael Myers and gets possessed with the he, spirit of Michael Myers and starts he, yeah, like... Yeah, Michael hits him with the Ghost Rider vision. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh, and then he yeah gets possessed by the spirit of Michael Myers and starts killing people, like tag-teaming people. Yeah, sexually. And, yep. And then They he, kill the two coolest guys in town together. But yeah. The coolest guy about to... This doctor about to bone one of his nurses. Yep. That guy was cool as hell. <laughs> Wait, let's say it. <laughs> Yeah, we can say it. Let's say it how it is. I wish that scene wasn't a death scene. It was just uh, this guy's about to bone this lady. Yeah. Very cool way. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, you couldn't like wait a few minutes, you know? Yeah. Come on. 
Come on. <laughs> Come on. Let's open a full penetration scene here at Halloween Ends. It's an R-rated movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and then, uh, yeah, in the end, he, I don't know, he, he dies, and then Michael Myers gets thrown in a trash compactor. Let's talk about one scene that I'm still thinking about. Something happens to Corey. He's having a bad day, so he goes down to him and Michael Myers' clubhouse, and he wrestles. It's a steady. It's a one. It's a steady shot from the point of the, like the the opening of the, like the sewer area. Yeah, and it's just him and Michael wrestling over the mask, duking it out. Yeah, and it's only that shot, and it's like, give me the mask. Come on, come on, give me the mask. Oh, what are you gonna do? I got it now. What a f- awkward, weird <laughs> fucking scene. Possibly one of the weirdest scenes I've seen in a movie all year. Hmm. I didn't really think much of that scene. I, I really? Um. It's jarring. Well, like you, I'd been drinking and was kind of done with the movie at that point. So I think I was maybe playing with my cat or uh. Tickling your pickle? Yeah. No, I wasn't. I don't know what I was doing, but I I was really not invested in the movie at that point. That scene is <clears throat> unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Not because he, like, beats up Michael Myers. It's just how it's shot. There's no music. Just a lot of, like, the... wet, wet slapping noises. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's extremely awkward. And Michael, like, barely puts up a fight. <laughs> he just gets kind of like abused by this. He's like, it's elder abuse is what it is, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, man's in his 60s. Give him a break. And the way they introduce Michael in this movie is really weird. He's like hunched over in a crack. Mm-hmm. You can barely see him. Yeah, as soon as he got like possessed by Michael Myers, I'm like, what? You know, I and I was thinking more about like, so whatever. They insisted that the last two movies had a message behind them. Yeah. This one got me thinking about, like, are they trying to do a commentary about, like, people getting radicalized? Like, disenfranchised young men getting radicalized? And I don't Michael know. Michael in the sewers, like, Trump at Mar-a-Lago? <laughs> Maybe, or, you know, just like a, a edgy YouTube. Uh, Maybe they're trying to say Corey is Ron DeSantis. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. That might be it. Yeah. I think you cracked that cracked that nut. Oh yeah. I busted a nut. I don't know, maybe I'm just bending over backwards trying to make Halloween ends about politics just because I assume that's what they wanted to do, but maybe not. Yeah. Just, just think about that. Interesting I don't know. side note. I was on Instagram mm-hmm. and I saw Rob Zombie posted a meme. Yeah. That was uh you know the stupid family guy meme where it's like Meg and she's like you guys think you're better than me then it's like Peter Chris and Peter Chris Peter Griffin Chris Griffin and Lois Griffin all dressed fancy Mm, no well just picture that oh I think I see where this is going and it's Halloween ends you think you're better than me and then it's Halloween 3 Halloween resurrection Halloween 2 it's like not even his own Halloween movies. No, Halloween Two by Rob Zombie. Oh, okay. It's like <laughs> only one of these movies is actually. good. I was gonna is say like pick, picking like three different Halloween, like three different decades. Yeah, that's really strange. And, and Halloween Three is the only good one of those. I thought you were gonna say he started leaning into how I don't know. I didn't watch any of the Monsters movie. Does it suck? Um. Uh You didn't watch all of it, did you? No, I watched all of it. Oh. Uh, well, I want to hear your thoughts. I'm more interested in your thoughts on this, actually. Than Halloween Ends? Yeah. Yeah, we uh, ate all the meat off that bone. I think Halloween Ends, Goose is Cooked, the movie stinks. Um, not it, It's not as bad as Halloween. Wait, One more thought. I was getting I just thought this up. was funny. I told okay. this to you. I'm just going to say on the podcast. When I was watching with my friends, and Lori is the town, has that funeral procession for Michael. Yeah. And they're about to throw him in the thresher. And Lori's standing over him, about to knock him in. One of my friends said, "He's gonna grab her before. He's gonna grab her before they throw him in." 
and dra- take her down with her. The next shot is literally his head popping like a watermelon. <laughs> what if uh, what if they threw William Shatner on accident in the in the trash compactor because they like couldn't tell him apart from Michael Myers with the mask? Why would he be in Haddonfield, Dan? That's ridiculous. Uh, cause it's a, it's an evil city. He's an evil man. No, I'm kidding. I don't think uh, is he evil. I don't know. No, uh, not that I would. But let's go on to the monsters. Mm-hmm. It. <sighs> How many glasses what? of wine did you have at this point, David? I don't remember. I think I actually just drank beer. Okay, so um, you drank the whole bottle. This was a different night. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said you watched some of the monsters after Halloween ends episodes oh the show yeah um the monsters movie whip you up a hubby up in the lab (laughs) it's corny it is what it looks to be i think i didn't like the way it's lit at all Mm -hmm. you know the production value, I think, actually was cool. That it looks like cheap, you know? The story is... It's it's harmless. It's inoffensive. Mm-hmm. It's just an origin story. Um, it's too long. It's almost two hours. Yeah, it's almost two hours. Yeah. yeah. Way too long. Ultimately, better than Halloween ends. Hmm. Like, I definitely felt more in the presence of our Heavenly Father watching the monsters, mm-hmm. which is what I'm trying to get to whenever I watch a movie. Sure. It's you want feel, it to bring you closer to God. Yeah. And the monsters did that more than Halloween ends. Hmm. Mhm. All right. I was just curious. I I really didn't hear any definitive thoughts you don't about have to it. See it. I wasn't. Yeah, I'm still not gonna watch it. But but I uh, appreciate your take on it. Could have been a lot worse. Hmm. It didn't affect me like Hobgoblins did the first time I ever watched that. Hobgoblins. Where I got physically ill. Yeah, I, Hobgoblins. It's possibly. Have we ever you... talked about Hobgoblins on the podcast? No. Fuck that movie. That movie fucking sucks. That movie has made, made me angrier than any other movie I've ever seen. Maybe, I don't know, it, as angry as uh, that one movie that uh, it's the fucking, uh, that lady made, what's that called? Don't worry, darling. No, they talked about it on Chapo. It was the lady who was- Yumi Madness. Steve, yeah, Yumi Madness, or Me You Madness. I could tell that movie will make me fucking puke. That movie, like, drained my life. Like, I think I that movie took years off my life, to be honest. But Hobgoblins- It makes me sad that Brady Sinell is kind of shilled for that movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hobgoblins, uh- <laughs> Is maybe like equally as painful and like soul sucking of an experience. A very different way. Yeah. And even like. Real you, quick, if, if someone listening doesn't know anything about You Me Madness. Me You Madness. Whatever. What What's her name? Leslie Linton? Uh, doesn't matter. Laura, the, Lin, Laura Linton? Laura Pocket Linton. Uh, Steve she, Mnuchin's wife? Yeah. <laughs> Steve Mnuchin's property. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> made a movie uh, that was her idea of like what if there was a woman Patrick Bateman you know like a cool woman who kills people because mm-hmm. she thinks your takeaway from American Psycho is that pa- Patrick Bateman is a cool likable guy yeah and she wanted to make a female version of that yeah that's the long and short of it the movie is just so annoying it's baffling that no one stopped her on her road to making this movie and said I don't think you understand American Psycho yeah I'm still kind of mad that I watched it but yeah uh, anyway that's not a Halloween movie Hobgoblins I guess is more appropriate but it's like uh, I don't know I've only ever seen the MST3K episode where they talk about or where they watch it Have, have have you watched the movie on its own 
Oh, okay. That's cool. Because I know one of those like boutique horror home media labels released a Blu-ray of it. Like, like Vinegar Syndrome? One of those, yeah. They released a Blu-ray of it like a Who's few years ago. Who's buying that? Come on, man. Come on, man. I know someone who has it. <clears throat> it's so bad. Yeah, so what's so frustrating about Hobgoblins is not... I mean, MST3K, they do their best, you know? They're funny. Funny guys. Come on the show. Yeah. We, I, we only, That's the thing. I watched it on MST3K, and I still felt directly assaulted by that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't even watch this episode of... If... if Imagine watching it unfiltered. Just I have up. watched Im- some of those movies without the commentary. Imagine watching it on Blu-ray, straight up. I think... Like, I've watched Manos without the commentary. I would slam my head through a glass coffee table. Yeah. So I would pass out from blood loss. I had to lay down after watching that episode. <laughs> <laughs> it made me want to go outside and, like, steal a car. I was so mad. Yeah. But, yeah, the... Oh, okay. Steal a Kia with the USB uh, charger. I don't even know how to explain what sucks so bad about Hobgoblins. It's it just, does. It doesn't even start. There's something aesthetically upsetting about it. The way the go- the goblins look. Yeah, and it makes me want to fucking throw up. What I, <laughs> what I hate most about it is not anything in the movie, but it is the reputation of the movie, in what which is the reputation of the movie. Well, so like the people who made it really leaned into, like a, a, you know, after it was like a total like it didn't bring any success really probably until the mst3k episode yeah maybe got it on people's radars and then they started leaning into like oh shoot people like this is like a bad movie okay let's like uh, get into that so like the makers of the movie and like some of the people in the movie they'll do they've done like reunion screenings of the movie done q a's about it like you know the whole show the whole like cycle that something like the room has gone through yeah basically and maybe they knew it was bad when they were making it i don't know but like it's kind of i i think they tried to be like a tommy wiseau unit about hobgoblins you know what i mean yeah and that makes me angrier than anything because that movie is so shitty I'm not even. I no one listening watch Hobgoblins. Honestly, it's not even. It's not going to be as fun as the room. No, and well, I mean, yeah, I guess not. I guess I probably like the room better than Hobgoblins. Yeah, but I'm not this looking is, to watch the room anytime is, soon. But like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Tommy was so. What what makes the room entertaining or interesting? If you have to watch Hobgoblins, which you don't, the MST 3K episode is really the only like way that you're going to be able to survive when did i'm gonna look up i'm sorry i'm afraid i'm starting to sound like a like a cinemasker type youtube guy a little bit <laughs> uh the room welcome to cinematic excrement my youtube video essay channel where i talk about that's not a cinemasker like at all uh well maybe i wasn't going for him i was thinking cinema sins maybe okay um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm going about this differently than you are, but we both agree Hobgoblins is horrible. I'm just going to bleep the name of the movie so no one knows what the movie is. We think you're saying something really, uh, inexcusable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here it is. Hobgoblins from 1988. So this movie was just a Gremlins ripoff for one. Okay. God, it's 92 minutes. <laughs> yeah, they dared surpass the ninety-minute mark. <laughs> and imagine, like, even with MSC3K, they they must have cut some of it because, you know, they have ninety-minute episodes, so they had to leave a couple parts out. Do they do that? They must do that a little bit. What else is this director made? Blood Theater. Just a slasher movie. Probably Vice a bunch Academy. Some straight-to-video like film on video this looks like a porn filled out a camcorder type of deal <sighs> hobgoblins not to be confused with the hobgoblin a very cool character from a popular superhero series hobgoblins 2 black adam 
They made a sequel. What year did that come out? 2009. The see, year I saw Hobgoblins. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, see I'm telling you this is like that that was probably the year they were like, "Oh shit, people think the Hobgoblins movie is funny." Okay, let's make a shitty self-aware sequel. I guarantee that's what it is. Rick Sloan directed, wrote, and produced this movie. Rick Sloan, something needs to be done about this guy. Rick Sloan. Hobgoblins 3 coming out next year. Did I watch Red State this morning? Let's talk about a different movie. Okay, how was that? You haven't seen Red State, have you? No, I haven't. No. It was uh better than I thought it was gonna be. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's like uh, I, mm, it's pretty like uh, pretty speaks pretty plainly I think about the issues he's trying to address. Yeah. Mostly about like Westboro Baptist Church type people. It's kind of like a direct parody of them. Not parody though. It's not really funny. It's like uh, no. It's a horror movie, right? Yeah, I guess so. But there's nothing, like, spooky happening. It's just kind of like they kidnap some kids and then torture them and, like, the FBI shows up and it's a whole thing. And then the credits kind of, like, even, I don't know, I thought it was pretty clear what he was going for, but the credits, the way they break down the actor credits is, like, sex, religion, politics. And it's, like, each cast, each group of characters, because there's, like, three different groups of characters in the movie. Yeah. And, like, I I don't really think that maybe what he was going for with that really came across, but... Is it a better Kevin Smith religion movie than Dogma? No. I don't think so, but but I was, like, kind of surprised that it wasn't bad. Hmm. It's kind of... I don't know. It's, it's like, kind of an interesting movie. For Kevin Smith, I'm impressed, to be honest. I'm sure it's... He had to make something good after Cop Out. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, his. Well, in, in, at the end of the credits, it um, it said most of this cast will appear next year in new movie Hit Somebody. And that movie never came. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Are you familiar with this? I was yeah, I was reading yeah. about it earlier. That it was like in production. Then it was uh, going to be two movies. Then it was going to be a mini series, and that just never happened. Yeah, that's like Rob Zombie's hockey movie that never came out. He also had a hockey movie. Yeah, it was about the '70s Philadelphia Flyers. Huh. I forget what it was called, Broad Street Bullies or something. Hmm. I don't know how you'd make a movie about a like the history of a sports team. It sounds hard. Yeah, I mean Kevin Smith was like, I think. Yeah, the movie was going to be... It was going to be two movies because he's like, it has to span the 30-year career of this guy or whatever. Was it Wayne Gretzky? No, not career. I don't think it was even a real person. I think it was like a fictional Because I know character. he was like... When he started smoking weed, he also got really into Wayne Gretzky for some reason. <laughs> Just specifically Wayne Gretzky? Yeah. Huh. I, I mean, I guess he always liked hockey. And people like Wayne Gretzky, I think. Yeah, he's like a, one of the greatest of all time. But yeah. like... <laughs> Oh, you mean goat? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's one of the greatest goats of all time. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't. Oh yeah, Clerks Three, huh? Did you see it? No. What? Did, I watched Saint Maud this week. Yeah, how was that? Uh, it was all right. It's kind of one of the, it's like one of those like quote unquote elevated horror movies. It's like this is barely a horror movie. Mm. It's just kind of a snobby way of, like, well, this is... I don't know. What do you think of, like, the idea of elevated horror? I don't know. I think it's kind of all the same shit, ultimately. It's like... But, I, no, I don't know. It's like what people try to say, like, Eraserhead is a horror movie. Sure. And not saying anything, like, disparaging about Eraserhead. It's a great movie, but it's not a horror movie, you know? It's no, I think something most, else. most of what people say is, like, is elevated horror. It's actually like, oh, you're, you so you mean like psychological thriller? Yeah, that's what St. Maude was. It's like a psychological character study that they're like, exquisite horror. It's like, shut the fuck up. It's not a horror movie. A horror is something different than this. This is more like a Paul Schrader movie or something. Mm-hmm. Not as good as a Paul Schrader movie, but it does have, like, it's like, 
uh, first reformed, but a lady. Mm. Um, not as good as first reformed, but still. You seen first reformed? Yeah. I watched it again pretty recently. Did we talk about it? No. Better than Card Counter, I'd say. Yeah. First Reformed is... It's so good. I gotta rewatch it. Maybe that my favorite movie... I don't know. Hereditary was, was my favorite movie of 2018. Hmm. I'd yeah, I got more out of First Reformed upon a second watch. Maybe Card Counter is the same way. Yeah, maybe. I'd be down to watch that again. Yeah. Well... What if we, uh, what if, all right, did you see my neighbor or my parents' neighbor with the, uh, it's a Honda Civic with the Blue Lives Matter Punisher front license plate? No. Isn't that a funny combo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone told me the other day they saw a Subaru Outback with a, uh, Fuck Joe Brandon <laughs> uh, sticker on the back. That's so cool. That's brilliant, mate. Yeah, it's um fucking rocking. See what I want to talk about. I don't really have rock news. I did see this article. It's like an old photo of Jefferson Airplane. It says, "I mean, the title of the article is see the last surviving members of Jefferson Airplane now before they die." Yeah, it's literally the subtext of the article. <laughs> I mean, not literally, but that is the subtext of that They're headline. They're going to die in 15 minutes. <laughs> see them first. It's a they're they're a ticking time bomb. I like um, the other thing I've been obsessed you with. You strapped bombs to their necks <laughs> to go off to blow up like great white. Yeah, I'd, I you know I'd pay to see that. I think mm-hmm. if they guaranteed like this One will be our final show because we will die the during the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Feed your head. Um. One thing I've been obsessed with lately, though, is the those like AI generated custom T-shirts. I don't know what those are. Like, you know, like you go on Facebook and there it's like hyper targeted to people. It's like, don't mess with me. I'm a grandma with the uh, three grandkids and a dog and a cat. You know. Also, I have diabetes and uh, gallbladder. Exactly. But I'm getting stuff like I don't know. I've been looking up pet stuff and I got some like this, where it's just like a. Yeah, that's an extremely something. digitally altered like model wearing a a shirt that like that is not the shirt you're getting. It is absolutely not the fit that is going to be on this shirt that you're looking at. But I was looking closer at these. This one is like a a, a angry cat. It says, "I had my patience tested. I'm negative." And then there was one with like a a freaked out cat. It says, "It's fine. I'm fine." Tell me what this says under. I'm fine. Everything is fine, and then it appears to be either Cyrillic or Russian letters. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't tell. It's I. I had to it look. It looks re- like another language. The, yeah, and this one, I'm multitasking. I can listen, and then gibberish, and then at the same time, and it's like a sleepy-looking owl with a cup of tea. I don't know what. I don't know who they think they're fooling with these. I didn't click on the link I should have. They all kind of all they all kind of look like the the guys in this band, which I got a, a an email about. The band Seven Dust is on tour. Don't they, this just looks like a Photoshop like amalgamation of all those dudes in like the AI's T-shirt ads who have like a perfect muscular body and are wearing shirts like uh, yeah the I. I had my patients tested. I'm negative, type of thing. Yeah, so we got Bill Goldberg. <laughs> uh, seven. I mean, is this even a real band? Seven Dust. They gotta be. Seven Dust. Like the two guys right here on the right look like their shirts are drenched. Like they got water poured on them before the just to make the shirts tighter. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh. So that's rock news. Jefferson's go see Jefferson Airplane. I'm gonna look up Seven Dust. Seven Dust. I'm reading about them right now. Seven well, Dust. You're not stopping me from doing the same. Oh thing? yeah, that's fine. Okay, they're from Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Ooh, they have a, a past member named Sonny Mayo. 
Alternative mm-hmm. metal, new metal, hard rock, heavy metal. They've been around since 1994. I've never heard of them. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, like, I'm looking, you know, looking at photos of them, it's like, you know exactly what they sound like. <laughs> There's no doubt. Seven Dust has played genres like heavy metal, alternative metal, new metal, hard rock, industrial metal, and post-grunge. When asked what the band defined their genre as, guitarist John Connolly said, I don't know. I've been trying to figure that out. It was back in the day. People, for five minutes, call us progressive. And then it was new metal. Then all of a sudden, we were playing alternative metal. We are some kind of heavy and some kind of rock and some kind of metal. And some kind of monster. Too. Honestly, that's a pretty good answer to that question. Yeah, some kind of monster. <laughs> uh, it's basically like, I don't, I don't fucking know, just rock, I guess. At least he wasn't like, uh, it's just rock. Let's no, no labels, just we're rock. Yeah, no logo. No logo. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that guy. I guess this band probably aren't a bunch of dickheads. No, yeah, they seem like nice guys. They well, based on that, sounds like a non-annoying answer. Yeah, honestly, like I mean, I'm sure I would not like their music, but I mean, they don't seem like. I don't really have a problem with Seven Dust. Seven Dust. Speaking of rock news, would you agree? In the end, by Linkin Park is the ultimate anthem for every man taking their issues too seriously (laughs) yeah (laughs) like a guy's got a job and it's not good enough for my fucking dad in the end it doesn't even matter one Uh, thing I don't know why (laughs) doesn't even matter how hard you try doesn't even matter how hard my dick is. Keep this inside and it goes limp. I gotta say, seven dust? That's not that many dust. One thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard my dick is. The second I see a naked lady, it goes soft. I'm checking. Why? Che- <laughs> why? I'm checking out the track listing for their first record, uh, which is called... Well, it's called it's Seven Dust, the album. All right, most of these are one word. You got black. You got bitch. You got... First two songs. <laughs> what the fuck? You got Terminator. <laughs> black bitch Terminator. <laughs> what the... <laughs> I like the cover for this album. It's like, <laughs> what is this? The, 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 like the singer is like smoking a dube and his face is just going like. Brow. Those first three songs, they're trying to predict what they want the next Terminator to be. <laughs> <laughs> Too close to hate. Wired. Prayer. Face. Speak. Will it bleed? <laughs> so- so, My Ruin and Born to Die. Black Bitch Terminator. <laughs> okay, they continued the trend on uh, the following album of... Uh, yeah, Home, Denial, Head Trip. They got a song called Waffle. They got a song called Licking Cream. They got a song called Grasshop Bender. That must be about the character from the, the cartoon. From... uh. Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't got another. You know, that's when you ask, like, uh, when people talk about, hey, what's the best, like, three-song run on an album, do you think? <laughs> oh, Black Bitch and Terminator, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, um, they did not deviate from the formula all that much. Oh, you want to talk about Prop 3? Yeah, let's talk about Prop 3. <laughs> Enough of that. Um, I see here they have a song called Ass Drop, but um, it's actually called Rumblefish. 
Like the movie? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like like the movie. Or no, that's Rumpel Fist. Or no, it's it's a movie, but it's also a book. Hmm. Yeah, they don't. They got a. Let's see. They got a. <laughs> I'm still thinking about Black Fist Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's much better than that. <laughs> okay, so this looks like a band that people who also listen to Alice in Chains like. That kind of makes sense. I was, you know, what the stupidest like song of all time is by Alice in Chains, uh, "Angry Chair." <laughs> you heard of that song? They have a song called "Angry Chair." <laughs> yeah. Sitting in my angry chair. It's <laughs> the opening lyric. Alice in Chains is one of the stupidest bands of the nineties. Yeah. I don't. You don't like any other songs? Rooster, and that's it. Yeah. That one's not bad. Even that one's kind of just because it's like that. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Uh, yeah. That one. Sitting in my angry chair. <laughs> also, I'm a man in the box. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a man in the box fan. That song blows. I kind of like the melody of, <laughs> of them bones, but uh, I'm not real invested in that song. You know that one? I've heard it many times. Oh, okay. What's the melody? Uh, I feel so alone. Oh, yeah. Staying alone. That's the thing that's horrible about Alice in Chains. They inspired all these other absolutely stupid butt rock bands like Godsmack. Not we're thankful for Seven Dust though. Yeah, Seven. <laughs> 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 I wonder if anyone like like, hey, wait, a minute. are these three songs we want next to each other? <laughs> <laughs> what does this sound like? What is that exactly? <laughs> uh, Seven Dust. That's kind of one of those Nickelback type band names. Yeah, Silver Sun Pickups. That's another. That's the band that. Uh, I don't know. If you if you're like into adulthood and you think that's a cool band, you're maybe regressing a little bit. Yeah. You know, but you know, like what you like. But well, we reserve we will the right. Be to, making fun of you. We reserve the right to make fun of you. <laughs> hey, do you think Offspring would be a better band if Dexter Holland wasn't the singer? Hmm. Or I don't know. Cause let's like. Can you think of a singer worse than him? <laughs> a, a person? Can you think of a man? <laughs> Less qualified to be the lead singer of a band <laughs> than Dexter Holland. That's his name. I didn't know that. Yeah. My has got a girlfriend and he hates that bitch. Is his appeal supposed to be he could be literally anyone off the street? Yeah. I don't think he even sounds like that, really. It's. Yeah, I can't really do it. I mean, hey, well. Could he be anyone off the street if you can't mimic him? No, but that doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> uh, you know, it's alternative. Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, he's, I feel like I, I... He must get a headache after singing for like 15 minutes. He's... He has chronic absolute mi- migraines. dog shit. But for whatever reason, that album Smash just has like an evergreen appeal to like middle school boys. It does, doesn't it? But it's still bad. Yeah. Offspring fucking suck. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I I, I um, can't believe that was a massive band. Yeah. Yeah. Like The guy from Smash Mouth is a better singer than Dexter Holland. I'll say it. And okay. he barely sings. 
Yeah, <laughs> he does really say. <laughs> Fred Durst has more business being behind a microphone leading a band than Dexter Holland. Yeah. Rivers Cuomo has more charisma as a singer than Dexter Holland. He has more sauce <laughs> than Dexter Holland. Yeah. He do. Uh I think we can uh we can go ahead and take this down for a landing. Okay. What uh anything we got to defund the offspring. 